This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Week 13 in the books for the NFL season. We turn the page to week 14, starting with Thursday night football, Steelers and Vikings on Thursday night, naturally, as what other day would Thursday night football be played? I heard it's not on Wednesday this year. It'd be amazing. Well, that's that's what happened last year for the Steelers. They were supposed to play uh, Thanksgiving night on Thursday. They ended up playing on the following Wednesday because of the and Baltimore Ravens. they still Ravens kept calling it Thursday night football during the entire broadcast, even though it was Wednesday. Yep. Uh, but that kicks off Week 14's action. We kick off Week 14's speculation, though, by giving you our Week 14 power rankings. We'll start at 10. We go all the way up to number one, and I'll kick things off with the team that the Pittsburgh Steelers just beat on Sunday. Wow. Number 10, Baltimore Ravens. And I just I didn't have anybody else that I could put at number 10, so it had to be Baltimore because they're sitting at 8-4. and four. I think that them and Tennessee have both been on the downturn as eight and four teams, but I looked at the Ravens and see a little bit more promise with them than I did with the Tennessee Titans. So that's why they got my nod there. A couple other teams, the Steelers were flirting with me, putting them at number mm. 10 as well. And the Washington football team has been on fire. They're so a they, playoff team right now. They've been they? fir- not only are they a playoff team, they're a sixth seed. So they're firmly right, they within there, the playoff spot. So those teams were all up for debate, but at the end, I just had to keep putting in the Baltimore Ravens. They lead the AFC North. They're the three-seed overall in the AFC at an 8-4 and record. They got the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland this week. Ravens' record could take a tailspin down the stretch, and I think that game against the Steelers, we said in an episode we did earlier today that what a huge swing game for Pittsburgh, where if you lose, you're pretty much done. If you win, you're right back into a spot where you can rally and get to the playoffs. They won, and they're right back in that spot where they can rally and get to the playoffs. With the Ravens, though, that was a game where if you win and you go to 9-3, and three, I think you're pretty much in cruise control to take the division and to potentially still fight for that number one spot in the AFC. But you lost that game to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and you're 8-4 and four now, and your schedule down the stretch isn't exactly the most forgiving schedule. You go to Cleveland, sure, you tough. welcome the Packers to your home stadium, you go to Cincinnati, even by the way, Cincinnati crushed you already earlier this year, now you got to go there. You welcome the Rams into your own dojo, and then the Steelers come in for a Week 18 finale against you. Every single game on that schedule is losable for mm-hmm. the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but I think it's a possibility with those kind of games down the stretch that they have to face off against. Those five games, could they be eight and nine? Probably not, but it's definitely possible based on the opponents they have to play. So that Steelers win, it not only helped the Steelers get right back into things, it it opened the AFC North right right back open for all four teams again. And if Baltimore loses, like you said, this this week against Cleveland Cleveland and – Cleveland gets that win, and the Steelers take care of business against the Vikings. Steelers and Cleveland have seven wins. The Bengals take care of business. They're a billion first place, but they'll be eight and five. I mean, it'll be just a jumbled mess. Two teams with eight wins and two teams with seven wins. And all of, and three teams with five losses and one team with six losses. So it would be just a jumbled, jumbled mess. I don't know where the standings would would lay. Like, it I don't probably, know how that I would think work. it would go Bengals, uh, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. So I think it would stay the exact same. Or the Ravens aren't first right now, but. It would be a half a game separating first and yeah. fourth, which is just absurd. Yeah, the AFC North was wild this year. Let's let's put it that way. Tom, I got some spice for you. My number ten team. If it's spicy, hold on. I want to see if I can figure this out. It's a spicy team, so that means that 
They're not the best record-wise, but they've certainly, probably— Certainly not the best But they've probably been on fire. You put the Dolphins at number 10. I put the Detroit Lions at number 10. That's BS. You didn't actually No, I put the Indianapolis Colts, and I debated going between— See, I don't think that's that spicy. They're no, higher no, no, on no, no, no. I was kidding about okay. the spice. No, I was—it I, was a total joke about You were going to talk me into the Dolphins, though, if you were going to pick the Dolphins. Yeah, like, I, I was going to be I, open I, for I that. Can't, even talk myself into the Dolphins. Five and zero oh in the past five weeks. But their opponents. Yeah, got to beat who's in front of you. But yeah, you're right, and they have. But their opponents have been so bad. I think if they beat the I Jets, think they've been beating like what is it? The Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars. They the lost Texans. to the Jaguars. They lost to the Jaguars earlier earlier this year. But I think they beat the Texans at some point. It's it's not it's not impressive wins, but as you said, I mean you first, made the right point. First team, Scott Hansen said this on Red Zone. First team to start one and six and be six and seven. One and seven. One and seven and be six and seven. Good for them. And the Panthers, they are beat you ready the, for this? They beat the Jets. They're seven and seven. Which I think they will beat the Jets. I think they will be. And then they they go on the road to the Saints. That's the tough one. Then the Titans. And then the Titans on the And then the, road the Patriots. Again, and then the Patriots. So you get to seven and seven, and it's like, okay, three games. You win these three games, you're in the playoffs, but, but you you're not winning these all three, three games. Possibly, yeah. that's very likely. No, I went with the Colts here, and I think I may have put them too low, uh, but I'll, I'll stick with what I with what I went with. The Colts. I mean, you you were talking about how hot the Dolphins are right now. So the hot Colts, right now. The Colts. I think are a really scary playoff team. You actually mentioned, I think, in last week's power rankings, or maybe it was earlier this week when we were recapping the Week 13 scores, that if you're one of these division-winning teams uh, in the AFC, I don't know if I want to have the Colts coming to town as the wild card, Be- assuming that it's it's the Tennessee Titans who win that division. But I don't even know if that's going to happen, Tom, because of Tennessee's schedule down the road and the fact that I, I would say the only thing that would prevent Indianapolis from winning the division was the fact that these teams played each other twice already on the year, and that came early when the Colts were struggling and the Tennessee Titans had Derrick Henry available to them. So very fortunate break for the Titans to have had that portion of the schedule uh, placed at the front half of it rather than the second half when the Colts are a much better team since then. But we want to talk about playoff hungry teams that are getting hot at the right moment and that is the Indianapolis Colts looking ahead though to next week the next two weeks Tom it's a, it's a tale of two it's a tale of two two week stretchers for them because the next two weeks they have the Patriots and the Cardinals but to finish the season they have the Raiders at home and then the Jaguars on the road so you could still lose these two games do you know where that Patriots game's at Indianapolis I think they beat the Patriots in Indy. Wow. I do. I do. Wow. Well, let's be honest. The Patriots are due for a loss, right? I mean, they've, yeah, I mean, they've been running seven game something like crazy like streak. that. And the Colts are a really good team to have to go on the road and face. I they, think they, they could beat them. They have the bye week, too, this week. So it's it's next week. Oh, they, they have win. a week. They have two weeks to prepare. Never mind. I'm not giving Belichick two weeks to prepare for anybody in picking against them. No, I'm sorry. The, the Colts oh are Oh, my bye. God. I'm back. The Colts are going <laughs> to beat the Patriots. Oh, my God. It's over for New England. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I just feel like I'm on a roller coaster of emotions right now going up and down. Jeez, oh, man. I can't believe. Huh. Give Frank Reich two weeks to prepare for somebody, and I'll tell you what, he's, he's I'm never I'm telling you, the win. Colts are a scary team, but we know that this week didn't really do much for you because you took care of business against a bad team, the Houston Texans. So 
Good job for doing. Oh the my right God, thing. the Patriots have a bye this week too. Do they really? Oh my God, they're happen? both on a bye. I can't believe really this. Both they're both bye? on a bye because they both play on Saturday, December eighteenth, against each other. Oh my. Oh my goodness. gosh, you're right. It's bye gate. Who's better off the bye? We got to stop talking about this game. Okay, because it's but the reason crazy. I put them, I put them at ten, but my number nine team, I did, I told you I was struggling. I put the Tennessee Titans as my number nine. Team. Okay. That's fine. I, they're eight and four. I, I get them being put there, but I put a seven and five team at my number nine team. Go Chargers, go LA Chargers. I did not include the such LA Chargers a bipolar team. I mean, young teams with young quarterbacks need to learn how to win. How many times have I said that on this show? And they're learning how to win, but they went into Cincinnati and kicked the crap out of another young team that's learning how to win. Uh, it was really close until Joe Mixon fumbled that ball. And yep. In fact, I think if Joe Mixon doesn't keep that, that and they finish that drive off they got the Bengals at my number nine spot or even higher in this list but he fumbles it's taken to the house 41 to 22 score later the charges beat the Bengals on the road so I got the charges they're a team that I would hate to play in the playoffs even though I'd end up potentially beating them by 20 points but they could also just be such a tough out depending on which Chargers team you get um so much talent on both sides of the football. Just got to figure out how to bring it all together and consistently find a good, solid play week in and week out. Until they do that, they'll be up and down. But I still think they're going to find their way in the playoffs. And I got the Chargers at nine. So on paper, they have a very easy road to the playoffs. They have the Chargers, the Chiefs, or I'm sorry, they have the Giants, the Chiefs, the Texans, the Broncos, and the Raiders. And they beat the Chiefs already, so... That game is you but lose that game. But they just lost split. to the Broncos two weeks ago. Revenge game. They haven't beaten. Uh, they beat the Raiders very early on. I think that was like week four, and they were both three zero at the time, I believe, or maybe the Chargers were two and one, and they they even it out at three and one. Raiders are another schizophrenic team too. Sure, go on the road, beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving at home, lose to the Washington Football Team seventeen. But the Giants love to play upset the teams also. Yeah, it's just I think of the Giants don't have uh, Daniel Jones this week, then you can give it to the Chargers. Even with Jones, I think they'd probably find a way to yeah, beat sure. them. But it's not an easy win no. in any and I, stretch. And I, and I have every every indication or every urge in my body that points me to saying that the Chiefs game is could be a blowout. Number eight, I'm sticking in L.A. I'm going with the L.A. Rams wow, at my number eight low. spot. Does he blow out the Jaguars and you're ready to just jump them right back up towards the top? I mean, they've been struggling. I wouldn't lately. say the top, but they hadn't won eight. in a single game in November. There's a lot of teams in front of them that I think are better than the Rams yeah, right now. December. Playing better Did than they the win a December game. They are one and zero in December. Okay, well, yes, there you go. but it's against the Jaguars, so it's really like half a game, a half a win, I'd say. But yeah, they got back on track. Odell has gotten two touchdown passes. He's yep. got a touchdown pass in Pretty each good. of the games he's played for the Rams, except for the first one where he, you know he he got he there like three days the before yeah. the the game started. So he he honestly probably shouldn't have been playing anyway. But I got the Rams at number eight. Um, I'm not going to trust the Rams when it comes to be playoff time. I just uh, all these other quarterbacks, Rodgers, wow, Brady, really? they, they know what time it is. And yeah, Matt Stafford. Stafford's got to prove it to me first. And that's a team that could end up drawing a, a Dallas Cowboys or a Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first round, depending on where they land in the wild card well, spot. Well, we don't know because the division I don't think is locked up, and there's a big division game on the line this week when it's Cardinals and Rams on Monday night. If the, if the Cardinals lose that game— There's still a game up. There's still a game up. But the Rams could—I mean, if, if the Rams 
just somehow win out and the Cardinals stumble. I think the Cardinals are going to win, though. And I think it's going to be, you know, curtains for the Rams as far as the West is concerned. Once the Cardinals do get that victory, they'll be three games up with two games uh, in the win column against the L.A. Rams. So we'll see you on Monday night. That's back-to-back really good Monday night football games that we got. So like yeah, like to see that picking division. up. Like to see that picking up Division a bit. games. Who's your number eight? Uh, my number eight team is the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So still in my top ten. As you pointed out, they are eight and four. Right, they they have been winning, uh, can, over for the most part, consistently over the year. But it's common in odd ways. They play a lot of teams close. They, especially not great teams like the Detroit Lions. But this week they lost against the Steelers, a division opponent. So you know the mantra, Tom. It's a division game. Throw everything out of, throw every all the records out. Throw all all the. All the all the narratives from the entire season out. This is just a divisional rival. It's the best rivalry in pro sports right now, in pro American sports right now. I would have to say. Do you agree? I agree hundred percent in all sports. In all of professional American Steelers, sports. Steelers, Ravens. Yes. I think Yankees, Red Sox, nothing, not right now. Uh, Celtics, Lakers, not right now. Hockey. You got anything? I don't, I don't know if I got anything. Penguins Flyers. Penguins, Penguins Flyers. Penguins, Penguins Flyers. Penguins Caps. It's Penns Flyers. Come on. But none of those. None of those. They don't. They pale in comparison. The only ones that are equal are the college football rivalries. That's or, or college basketball. Yeah, like Auburn, Bama, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Duke, you know. UNC. Yeah, yeah, those games compare, but maybe Red Sox, Yankees. But that's just baseball. That's just because of history. And baseball yeah. sucks now. So exactly. like, who even cares about that? game And then anymore? the last fifteen years, those teams haven't been killing each other, and and fighting for these playoff spots the way that the Steelers and Ravens have been taking away from each other. In that Very regard. odd timing for you to say that when the Yankees and Red Sox just, just literally played, played in a wild, in card, a wild card game for, card game for a chance yes. to go on in the playoffs. Great point. So odd timing from you there. But that, that that's an anomaly over the last 15 <laughs> years, right? The Ravens and Steelers have been doing this consistently over the last And it's always one-score games. It's always yes. super close. It's game. now They now played each other 30 times since Harbaugh and, and Tama took over. Of those 30, 23 of those have been one-possession games. Number seven. But, I, hey, they, they lost, but it's not to the degree where I'm going to kick them out of my time. I didn't kick them out of mine either. I mean, you barely kept them in. I did, but, again, they're in. They're a division leader, so I put them in. Uh, number seven, I got the Indianapolis Colts here. Um, if they didn't lose that game to the Buccaneers, which was a great game to watch and a great effort from them at home against the defending Super Bowl champions – they would probably be in my top five right now because they would have been playing amazing football. What do they do right after beating or just barely losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They stomp on the Houston Texans. They shut them out. A Texans team that I don't want to say is better than their record, but I will say is playing better football lately because of Tyrod Taylor coming back. But it didn't matter against the Colts. They absolutely stomped on Houston they still got a lot of work to do. They're still not in the playoff picture right now. So even though they've been on fire up to this point, they cannot let their foot off the gas. Like you said, they got a couple tough ones against the Patriots and the Cardinals coming up on their schedule. But they got to find a way to dig deep and at least split in those games and get at least one win out of those or else I think they just might not be able to make it to the playoffs. They might have dug themselves too deep of a hole. But that being said, I will probably feel this way at the end of the year, even if they miss out on the playoffs. I think the Colts are definitely, definitely 
one of the seven best teams in the AFC. And if we had a committee that decided who gets into the playoffs instead of actual, you know, tangible things like on the field results and winning football games, I think the Colts would be the one that's in it as the seven seed. But this ain't college football. You got to earn your way into the playoffs, and the Colts still have a lot of earning left to do. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on them and see if they can finish the job, but it might be too little too late. Did you put the Titans in your top ten anywhere? Nope, no, not. you did not. So I put again. I, 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 I'm standing by my my decision to go Indianapolis ten, Tennessee, Tennessee nine. But nine. I think I had to do that only because I have the confidence that the the Titans did enough early on in the year to gain that or to to lock in that playoff spot. The Colts really struggled out the gates, but. Again, it was a really hard schedule to start the year. They had Seattle when Russell Wilson was fully healthy. They had the Titans, and I forget the third opponent uh, to start the year for them, but you can't ask many teams to start the year 3-0. Again, it was the LA Rams. Find me an easier schedule than that. Seahawks, Rams, Titans. You won't. You won't be able to find me any schedule that's remote, or I'm sorry, harder than that. You won't be able to find one to start the year, especially when Carson Wentz is... Coming back from a really bad season and a brand new team, it, it'd be a really tough thing to do. And yeah, I, I put them in number ten, and I put the Tennessee Titans in my number nine spot. But right now, I'm a lot more afraid of the the Colts than I am the Titans. Because another big contributing factor to that, Tom, is the fact that Derrick Henry ain't been playing these last couple of weeks. Jonathan Taylor has, and Jonathan Taylor is probably going to win Offensive Player of the Year this year. Your number seven team? My number seven team, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Mm, they're my number six. Mm. So right next, so the next one. They play the New Orleans Saints. They play a Saints team that has been playing, you know, inconsistently, but they finally, they say, Trevor Simeon, you're not working out for us. We're going to go back to Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill has been at least been with the team for the past, what, four years, something like that. So, they're familiar with him. Sean Payton knows how to work with him. And that was kind of on display. We saw that that game wasn't ever really in jeopardy for the the, the Cowboys to lose that game. But it's still a 10-point a game, nothing of a blowout. And the Cowboys, just like they're supposed to do, they won, right? I did not expect, <clears throat> excuse me, with this schedule for the Cowboys through 12 weeks to have had four losses by now. You would have assumed they could have taking care of business against some lesser teams. The uh, the Denver game really sticks out to you. Uh, the Raiders game on Thanksgiving really sticks out to you. If they were sitting here at 10-2, and two, they'd be, I think, already the lock to win the number one seed just because of how easy of a schedule they have remaining with NFC East opponents. And given that the Arizona Cardinals still have to play a lot of NFC West opponents, if they're both sitting at 10-2 and two right now, Tom, who would you say is the best is the best bet to win that number one overall seed? The Cowboys or the Cardinals? Cardinals. Wow. I'm gonna start. Believe- wow. I think I'm gonna start believing in them more. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna try to make. Well, a, I'm gonna they, try to make a conscious effort. If they can sweep the Rams this week, yes. But still, I mean, we're getting back. To, we're getting away from the Cowboys. The Cowboys, for me, they won a game. It's not gonna make them a top three team for me, but they're still within my top ten. I got them at nine, my number seven. My number six is the Dallas Cowboys. There you, go. you pretty much laid out a lot of the same reasons why I have them there oh, in your little uh, rant about them. But when they get C.D. Lamb back, they're a completely different team. Uh, and now they're 
hopefully going to start to get Amari Cooper back as well. I mean, I think what we saw when they were struggling in the past couple of weeks was more of a result of their receiving core being banged up, and that's one of the better receiving cores in football. Starting to get healthier now. CeeDee Lamb played against the Saints and had a great game against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he's just a problem, and when he's got his right-hand man, Amari Cooper, out there too, it's it's too much for a lot of defense to ask for. Um I think the Cowboys are still going to win the NFC East, even though the Washington football team is making a charge up the standings for them. They play this week in Washington. If they lose that game, then Washington's really starting to make things a little serious. What, they're only one game back at that point? Yes, they would be 7-6, and six, and the Cowboys would be 8-5 and five at that point. And I think they play each other again. I think they have so, yet to play each other at all this season. Exactly. So the Washington football team controls their own destiny as far as getting to that Top of the NFC East is concerned. I think the Washington football team gets into the playoffs. I think they do too, but as a wild card. I think the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I think the Cowboys are going to end yeah, up yeah, holding yeah. on, yeah, taking yeah. the East, and um, would be a decent team to potentially make a little bit of a run here in the NFC side of things uh, for the playoffs. But I think the Cowboys finally got right against the Saints. They'll continue to just get healthier and healthier, and I mean, big time division matchup coming up in Washington for them. So we'll see how they can hold up against the football team who is hot on their tail. Number six for you before we get to the top five? Number six for me, the L.A. Rams. Okay. So as as kind of you did earlier, they beat up on the Jacksonville Jaguars, what you're supposed to do. But, again, you're beating up on Jacksonville. That's not going to be impressive to me. You're the L.A. Rams. I think you said, Tom, when we were doing our little Week 13 recap episode, you said it's the most for- forgettable game of this past week, right? Mm-hmm. No question. You saw L.A., you saw Jacksonville, you assumed – you just assumed they won that game over. by 21 yeah. points. That game's and, over and before and I, think, I think they did win that game by 21 points at the least. So there Try you go. Try 30. Huh? Try 30. Well, there you go. But we, we assumed it was going to be some type of blah, and it was. They did. They took care of business. No need to spend any more time on this, on this team because we spent no time talking about that game at all. They're a good team. But they're not going to be higher than six because they played a bad team. And again, Tom, they haven't been beating these good teams. But the real test comes this Monday, Monday night. night. They got a real good team Monday night when they welcome the Cardinals to town. Starting to get into the top five, number five for me, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs defense, man, starting to wake up, huh? 22-9 to nine victors against the Denver Broncos. The offense was struggling in that game, but they a pick, the ball pick six from Sorensen. Yep. Ends up icing that thing for the Chiefs. They beat the Broncos at home. They're in control of that AFC West. I don't expect them to yield that control for the rest of the season. They will win their division. Outside shot at winning the AFC number one seed. I think they still are alive for that, although they probably would have to win out to even try to force that tiebreaker scenario with the New England Patriots. But I think they're definitely still alive for it. I like the Chiefs a lot. They're number five right now, but I'd probably make them my favorite to win the entire NFC if I had to choose AFC. right now. AFC, yeah. yes. Totally fair. Uh, I'm going to go with the other uh, team that we saw out of the Super Bowl this past year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are the Chiefs five. number four? They are. We flipped. Okay. I got the Bucks at number four, the Chiefs at five. So I'll, I'll spend my time talking about the Chiefs, and then we can talk about the Buccaneers. But, Tom, I mean, this is what we expected. They, they came out the gate stumbling, fine. Patrick Mahomes. No one was ready to write them off. I mean, people wanted to, but I knew they weren't going to be struggling all year. What's more surprising to you, the turnaround by the defense or the kind of pedestrian season that 
Patrick Mahomes is having. Oh, that's year. a good question. Because because we saw, I think the winning is coming at the hands of the defense, not because no the offense is clicking. No question. I think that earlier in the year it was, well, they'll make the playoffs even with a bad defense because Patrick Mahomes is is the most electrifying. He's gonna player we've just seen. like let him take his time and he'll be ready and, and then he'll. He'll, they'll be scoring 45 points every week. But he kept throwing interceptions every week, and he kept having some poor games by his standards every week, and the defense was playing bad too, so people were like, what the heck's going on? This might not work out. Well, something had to give on either of those sides, and I think the defense being the one that steps up is much better than if Patrick Mahomes had to win every game by a score of 38-35 to 35 or something like that. So I think it's more surprising that the defense is starting to wake up a little bit more, but I think it's also – best case scenario for the Chiefs if they had to choose Mahomes goes back to being Superman or the defense actually starts to play like top 10 defense in the NFL I think you got to choose they're not just top 10 Tom lately like top three well I think you got to choose for that defense to (laughs) to wake up and become more potent I think that's an easier way to get to the playoffs and win playoff games when you know Mahomes can make, and maybe that'll let Mahomes play a little more loose too, because maybe. he can now he's thinking, you know what, I can turn the ball over uh, uh, once or twice because my defense is actually pretty good again. So we all know this all started when Melvin Ingram got traded there. He's been the missing piece and the straw that now stirs that defense's drink. I'm kidding, of course, but it is it odd that the to ti- the timing is just r- ridiculous. That he gets there and they've become all world all of a sudden, but. They've got guys on that side. They I mean, do. Chris Jones is good. Sorensen's good. Matthew's good. I mean, it was only a matter of time play. before they woke up at least somewhat. I just don't know if we expected them to wake up to this degree. No, be this certainly good. not. And there's a very good chance, just depending on who has the easier road, the easier schedule between them and the Patriots to get that number one seed. But I think it's – remember when we were talking about the Bills being a lock to get that number one seed Not this in year? my top ten. Not in yours either, I bet. I mean, I'd be shocked if they were in your top ten. No, they are not. Four. No, I mean, if I haven't mentioned them yet, so if I had them in my top five, they'd be pretty atrocious. They're seven and five. They have the same record as the Chargers and the Bengals. They're the seven seed right now. They are only a half a game in front of the Steelers and half and a game from Steelers, being out of the playoffs. If the Steelers had won against the Lions, ah, the Bills would be out of the playoffs, and right the Steelers now. would be in. Right, they would be the seven seed. The Bills would be the eight seed. Oh, can't tie to the Lions, but that's crazy that the Bills have gone from that to potentially missing the playoffs. And I think it's legit they could miss the playoffs this year. Uh, I don't think it will, but I think it could happen. Tampa Bay was your number five team. They are my number four team. The Buccaneers, defending Super Bowl champs, they got right back on track this week against – Rolled over the Falcons. Rolled over the Falcons. Uh, Tom Brady, four-touchdown game, five-touchdown game, technically because he threw a pick six as well. So he's even helping the Falcons out, and he's (laughs) still beating them 30-17. to So – that's a total get right game for the Buccaneers. Uh, things have been a little shaky for them of late, so they definitely needed that. Now they get to turn the page and face off against the the Buffalo Bills. Have to go to Tampa Bay this week. They could be seven and six so fast it'll make your head spin. I'm calling it right now, actually, because I think the Steelers are going to beat the Vikings. The Bills are going to be out of the playoffs come Week 15. Wow. They're going to lose to the Buccaneers. The Steelers are going to win. Uh, Bengals are going to take care of business against whoever they play. The Chargers are going to beat the Giants. So it's in Tampa Bay, right? Yes. Do you think this is a defensive-minded game because both teams have good defenses, or is this a potential, like, first first straw on the camel's back that could eventually break it for the Bills? I think Maybe the, the first straw was last week against the Patriots. Is this the next one 
where it's a potential blowout, where their defense was exposed, and now you have Tom Brady coming in town, or you, you're going into Tom Brady's house. Could this be a blowout? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Bills are still a really talented team, and they wouldn't let them just get absolutely run out of the, the, the gym, but I could see anybody. I could see Tom Brady blowing out anybody. That offense is just so prolific, and the defense is getting better. Vita Vey is back. That's one of the best run stuffers in the league, and the Buccaneers have the best rush defense in the league. So, uh, But the Bills don't like to run the ball much, so they'll be trying to pass the ball a lot on Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be a fun game, though. I think it'll be trading shots sure. back and forth. Yeah. I think the Bills will start to score some points in this one, something they desperately need to do. Sure, they have yeah, absolutely. Number right. three. But should we do this again? I think we have the same 3-2-1. Okay. Your number three team? The New England Patriots. Number two team? The Green Bay Packers. Tom, we did it again. We got the same. Number one, the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. We'll start with New England and work our way up. New England? I hate, number one I hate the week. fact that they're here already. New England could have been my number one team. This I week. mean, Steelers Nation. They took a year off. And what were they last year? The seven and nine, eight and eight. Yeah, seven they were nine. somewhere around seven, seven and nine, nine, eight and eight. Seven and nine. So they're almost five hundred even last year when they had their worst year in decades. Now they're nine and four, and they're right back at the top, right back at the top of the AFC East, right back at the top the of AFC. the AFC conference. They won a game only throwing three passes on Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, total Bill Belichick performance there. Total just defense, defense, defense. And You know what's odd, though, Tom? Sorry, go ahead. Finish up. Well, there. I was just thinking, like, did anybody love that weather in Buffalo more than Bill Belichick? Oh, I'm yeah, just, just going to run the ball and play great defense yep. all game long. I mean, the defense – I heard someone say it was so funny on a podcast to listen to when they were talking about that game. Because they were talking about how you factor in the weather and how do you deal with the weather. And he just came in and was like, yeah, the defense doesn't give a bleep about weather. Like, the defense could care less if it's hot and sunny or if it's 38 million mile per hour winds. Defense is going to play defense no matter what the weather is. Exactly. So that's playing right into Belichick's hands. It's going to be a defensive football game. McDermott, I know you're a defensive guy, but I am the defensive guy when it comes to the NFL. And ah, they're going to win the Super Bowl again, aren't they? If you know, not, if not this Tom? year, it's gonna. You think? Let me ask you this: If not this year, will Belichick get another one before he hangs it up? With Mac Jones, probably. Probably, right? Yeah, probably. Oh, I hate this guy. And then what happens if Brady doesn't? What if? What happens if they both win one, but not another? They right. both have one more after right. the other. What if that's it? Then the debate rages on forever. Who was the one that was most? Which I would kind of love. I, would, I hate it because that means they both won one, but I would, I would kind of love it just because there's no definitive answer, but. Really odd. Before we move on to Green Bay and Arizona to wrap up, the Patriots are six and zero on the road, three and four at home. That's really weird. So would it be the worst thing in the world if they get that number one seed? Yes, it would be because it doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. They're going to go two and zero. They're going to get the number one seed. They're going to go two and zero in the playoffs. Uh, win both games at home and then get to the Super Bowl. I think the only team that in my mind can beat them right now is the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I don't see any other it's team. It's the only team on par. Any team I see lining up against him, Belichick, in a playoff game, I see losing except for maybe the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think it's going to be Pat's Chiefs. I think Pat's Buccaneers is a real possibility. and That'd be a great I Super Bowl. I would love Bowl. it. Uh, Packers at number two. Packers had a bye week this week. Rodgers needs to get over his COVID toe, so he's yep. definitely – Helping him there as far as getting back he on track. He says he's getting better, too. Yeah, so Packers, they've been winning games, stacking wins all year long. Um, in a dogfight with the Cardinals for that number one spot in the NFC. 
Uh, they got the win over the Cardinals, so that helps them out. They're on Sunday Night Football against the Bears. I'm so sorry, Chicago, but Rodgers is going to just do what he always does to you in that game. He's going to do it on national TV. It's going to get time. really ugly. Yep. He owns you, as he said. And then finally, our number one team, Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you have to tell them that they're the best team in football because at every turn they like point a gun at our head and say, make sure you tell us we're the best team in football. They're not letting us have any doubts with them. You sweep the Rams, and I will not be convinced otherwise that they are the best team in football. I'm not. I'm convinced sweep they, the Rams. they are. Uh, ten and two. They're the only team with ten wins. They're the only team with less than three losses. I mean, consistently, they've been really good this season. Their two losses are at the hands of the um, Green, Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, which is totally forgivable. I totally forgive a loss like that. I mean, you're not going to absolutely The weird dominate. one was the Panthers. Cam Newton's first game back. But – Colt McCoy. Good point. And Colt McCoy did go 2-1 and one when he had to fill Good in for point. Murray. But you're going to lose a game eventually with Colt McCoy. So when they're fully healthy, as far as my personal record book is concerned, they only have really one loss, and it's to the second-best team in the entire NFL, Good according point. to me. So what a team they got in Arizona this yeah. year. Beat the Rams, and I will give you every ounce of respect you deserve. That being said, I would not pick them against Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. I not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. That'll do it for this episode and this week 14 power ranking between myself and Jacob Recht. Thanks so much for giving us a listen. For Jacob, I'm Tom Opperman, and we'll talk to you guys after the Steelers and Vikings game right here on the Steelers Standard.